0: Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is set for one episode. Your host from Columbus, Ohio, is Michael Kirk. Welcome to the Outlaw Mudcast. Hello, and welcome to the Outlaw Mudcast, your digital audio dirt sheet for all things Super Show. Top story this week tickets for Grand Gathering 4 are now available for sale. On supershowthegame.com. Grand Gathering 4 is taking place in Westlake, Ohio, a suburb of Cleveland. It's going to be held at the Doubletree Hotel in Westlake, May 3rd through May 5th. Tickets are listed at $120, but they are on special, early bird pricing special, $100. For $100, You will get your ticket to all three days of Grand Gathering 4. You will also get seven promo cards. Four of those cards will be branded for the event, meaning they will have the Grand Gathering 4 logo on them. Outside of that, it looks like they're going to be cards that already exist in the game, but they're just going to have the Grand Gathering 4 logo. And then three brand new cards. Those are the seven promo cards. There will also be a random competitor given to everyone who attends. Now, based on what I heard from Steve Resk on Talk of the Universe about Grand Gathering 4, this random competitor will be part of the Dosmo Deck Challenge. They did the Dosmo Deck Challenge last year, same format you received, a random competitor. In a sealed pack, and the pack was labeled, Do Not Open If You Wish to Participate in the Dosmo Deck Challenge. Going from memory from last year, when the Dosmo Deck Challenge happened, you purchased a deck of 1 through 27 cards with a full competitor set. At Grand Gathering 3, it was the old school pack, the original old school pack. And then you opened that up, and you could swap out the competitor with the Dosmodius. Deck Challenge competitor. I believe that's what happened. I could be wrong on that, but that's basically how the Dosmo Deck Challenge will work. So, if you want to participate in the Dosmo Deck Challenge, don't open up this random competitor. Now, that is what is guaranteed for attendees based on this post here on supershowthegame.com. If you want to buy your ticket, go to supershowthegame.com. It's listed in two different places you can go to new items and it's toward the bottom of the new item section under shop Or also under shop. There's an in-person and online event section Go to that pick events not online events events and it's listed there I would recommend buying your ticket early if you can number one It looks like it's going to be discounted pricing. It looks like at some point it will go up to $120 Also. If you're planning on participating in the Grand Battle match, the sooner you buy your Grand Gathering ticket, the better, because for the Grand Battle match, you will draft the competitor you're going to use in that match, and your position in the draft is based on when you bought your Grand Gathering 4 ticket. The sooner you buy the ticket, the earlier your pick will be. There's also a hotel block for rooms at the Doubletree. There's a post from General Manager Calais on the SRG Super Show Discussion Group on Facebook. If you find that post, there's a link there to go to the hotel block. Looking at it right now, it looks like the rate they're offering is $119 for a room. That's for both rooms with one king-size bed with a sofa bed And for rooms with two double beds, that is the rate they're offering on the hotel block that's going on right now. Looks like they're booking May 2nd through May 5th, based on the links I'm looking at on the Facebook discussion group, SRG Super Show discussion group on Facebook. Speaking of things on Facebook, there are a couple of deadlines for this month, one of which is next Friday. January 12th, Friday night, will be the last day you can submit your nomination form for the 2023 SRG Awards. There is a featured post on the Facebook discussion group from General Manager Klaes. It has the spreadsheet there. Download the spreadsheet. Fill it out. As much as you want, you can have multiple nominees per category. Save it as a spreadsheet file, an Excel spreadsheet, or a Google spreadsheet, and then email it to Johncalace at srguniverse.com. You have until the end of Friday, January 12th. Once it switches over to January 13th, the deadline is gone. Also, January deadlines, January 31st is the final day to submit your entry for the 2024 Create a Competitor competition. Last I heard, seven people had signed up. JAC, not one of those seven, but he will be in the contest. Trust me, vote JAC. But email stuman9 at hotmail.com, S-T-U-M-A-N-9 at hotmail.com. Let them know your competitor's name, physical description, ring gear, how they learned about the Legendary Fighting Federation, and why they want to be a part of it. So don't miss those deadlines if you're interested in either one of those things. Going back to live in-play events, of course I mentioned a grand gathering for tickets going on special. I have no news about any of the other in-person play events coming up. I don't have any updates about Rumble at the Rumble or Tantrum Con, both taking place at the end of January, January 27th for Rumble at the Rumble. January 25th through 28th for Tantrum Con. I do have a little bit of news about Sunshine Smackdown, January 27th. It's going to be held at the Holiday Inn Resort in Lake Buena Vista. This is a part of Orlando. It's the Holiday Inn Resort, Orlando, Lake Buena Vista in Orlando, Florida. It's not going to be held at House Rules Gaming. So if you're going, be aware. It's not at the store. It's at this location I just mentioned. There's an event post for it on Facebook. That information is in the event post. That is the one bit of news I have about in-person play events that I have not been able to give you up to now. After the January events, we have, of course, Captain Con, Warwick, Rhode Island, and then the Bluebell CAC last Saturday of February February 24th. I'll give you more information when I have new information, but that's what I have right now for you. The only update is the location for Sunshine SmackDown. Let's talk about some upcoming championship matches. The first one I'll give you is going to happen January 14th on Sunday Night Fights, twitch.tv slash SRG Universe. This is going to be for the LFF Hardcore Championship. Now. The championship had been held previously by the Nightmare King. The championship was vacated. The division was shut down, and after a while, they decided to bring it back. One of the two contenders to be crowned the, I guess, new inaugural LFF Hardcore Champion was Theo the Greek Neo. He got this shot because his faction Impact won Faction Wars Four. His opponent was going to be the person that won the Hardcore event at PAX Unplugged. That person was former LFF Hardcore champion, the Nightmare King. There has been a change. Apparently, the Nightmare King will only be allowed to compete for the championship at in-person events. And if he becomes the champion, he can only defend at in-person events. So, on Sunday Night Fights the match to crown a brand new LFF Hardcore Champion will be between Theo the Greek Neo as Original EC3 and The Foreman as Cruel. They will face off in a steel cage match. The winner becomes the new Hardcore Champion. If Theo the Greek Neo wins, he will have his first defense January 27th at Rumble at the Rumble he will face challenger Nightmare King if he becomes the new champion. If the foreman becomes the champion, he will instead face Zach Ashley online. It looks like it'll be Sunday, January 28th at Sunday Night Fights. That is not certain. The Sunday 28th, Sunday Night Fights, that is not confirmed. But that is what is going on right now at the LFF Hardcore Championship match. Next week, as I'm recording this, we will have a new champion. Other upcoming big matches. We have January 15th. The Big Picture Premium will have their next pay-per-view event, New Year's Retribution. The first match we are aware of is a grudge match between Practice Sight and the judge, Tim Riley. The judge, Tim Riley, is the general manager of the Deep Six Championship, the six-stop division. His championship belt, the belt for that division, had been sold by Practicite to help cover back rent from the Lucha Monaco Uberstar. While that situation did get worked out, the belt did eventually get to the rightful champion. There's still bad blood from it. As a result, Practicite, a.k.a. Jeremy Steigerwald, was relieved of his duties as play pure General Manager. He has been banned from championship play. He has joined myself and the Reverend Robert Torn in being banned from championship play. He is looking to get a shot at Tim Riley and hopefully clear all this up. Now, If he leaves the Brotherhood of Banishment, if he leaves the Brotherhood, I will miss him. But I want everyone to leave this Brotherhood. So I hope everything gets worked out, resolved with practice sites, and you can go for championship shots again. Because having been banned for over three years now, it's not fun. It's not a good thing. So look forward to seeing that match January 15th. January 10th a long-awaited match is finally set to go down after Talk of the Universe, I believe. The LFF Tri-State Champion, John Press1P, will take on the Midwest Coast Champion, The Grump. Each of them will be playing as the competitor they are championed with. So, Press1P will be using the brand-new Alien Invader. The Grump will be using the Grump From memory, I believe that's who he's championed with. Whoever loses this match must vacate the regional championship. So, if Press 1P loses, he's no longer the LFF Tri-State Champion. If the Grump loses, he is no longer the Midwest Coast Champion. This is going to be a big match. These are two great players, and there's a lot riding on this. So, tune in next Talk of the Universe. Watch this match. And then I have one more story before I get to the online tournaments, featured matches, and Sunday night fights news from this past week. Every year they do a revision of competitors' cards. They call it 2020 Vision. They may change gimmicks, they may promote competitors from singles play to Tornado Tag Team play. They do this review annually after the first of the year. Steve Resk actually appeared on the most recent episode of Candy Shop Talk. Twitch.tv slash Candy Shop Talk to check that out. They're not G rated like this show, so be prepared for saltier language than you normally get if you listen to this. But they talked a lot about the types of changes we may see in this new round of 2020 Vision. They talked about a number of the competitors that may get changes to their gimmicks. I'm not going to get into the details of that. Check that show out. I will probably talk about it once it's official, but none of that's official and I don't want to confuse anyone. I don't know when they're going to announce the changes, but they have said they're going to wait until Captain Con to institute any changes they make. Captain Khan, as a reminder, February 3rd through February 5th. In my opinion, just make it February 1st. Just make it the start of February is when 2020 Vision goes into effect. Although, maybe they want to run a final Thursday night fights before 2020 Vision for 2024 goes into effect. Also, quick note, I've been mentioning the wrong dates for Captain Con. February 2nd through February 4th, February 3rd, is the SRG Award show. I know I said 3rd through 5th earlier. It's 2nd through 4th. I apologize for that mistake. It's February 2nd, 3rd, and 4th. Those are the dates for Captain Cum. Looking at my notes, I also have some news about tag team championships. So one more thing before I get to the featured matches and tournaments. First, and I'm assuming this is actually subject to change and changing because I didn't see this. I have in my notes that on today as I'm recording this, January 7th, the LFF Tri-State Tag Team Championship is supposed to be defended. Fotista and Mike D, the last of a dying breed, are taking on the Lords of New York, the Lord of the Dance, and the New York Phenom at Legendary Realms. I haven't seen anything on the SRG Super Show Discussion Group about this. If I get some news before the show goes live, I'll post it. But it does not look like that match happened, or if it did, it didn't get streamed anywhere from what I'm seeing. If it did happen and I missed it, I apologize. I also have an update about the LFF Tag Team Faction Tournament that's been going on. It's going to be a Triad Finals. For this tournament, we have one of the finalists determined. The first finalist is the Just Business Tag Team, Kirk Polka and Bob Dunn. We're waiting on the Constellation Tag Team versus the Higher Class Tag Team match and the Star Maker Productions Tag Team versus the Crime Wave Tag Team match. The winners of those matches will join the Just Business Tag Team. In a triad match, the winner wins the tournament. And they may, I'm not sure, but they may get a shot at the LFF Tag Team Championship. It's going to be an elimination triad match. There will be no double teaming, saving, or protecting between teams. Just Business, for example, could not protect Star Maker Productions if they are in the match. They couldn't double team with them. They couldn't save roll with them. Only within the teams. Just business. One partner could save the other partner. One partner could protect the other partner. All right, let's get to featured matches and online tournaments from this past week. Monday, the LFF Underworld Championship on the line in a four corners of chaos match. The big guy. The champion with the new version of Matt Stevens versus Kirk Polka playing as Penelope Mai versus Shane Strickland playing as El Fantasmo versus Peppy Pepper playing as Kaylee Sweet Pea Perry. There are only two players in the match at any time. There is a tag mechanic to switch out. There are also eliminations in this match. This is an elimination match. So people also get tagged in after an elimination. The two people who start the match are picked at random. Those are the champion, the big guy, and Kirk Polka. We have our first tag at Meter Zero. When there's a bump, the two players not in the match roll their skill dice. If the skill one or both of them rolled matches the skill one of the two players who bumped rolls... There can be a tag. In this case, Peppy Pepper and Kirk Polka matched. Kirk Polka tag in Peppy Pepper. They continue playing at crowd Meter zero. Peppy Pepper hits a finish on the big guy. The big guy kicks out. He gets to pick if he wants to tag in somebody else. He tags in Shane Strickland. Peppy Pepper chooses to tag in no one. So it's Shane Strickland versus Peppy Pepper. At crowd meter one, Shane Strickland hits the finish. Peppy Pepper can't kick out, and so Peppy Pepper is eliminated. Now, to explain this next mechanic here, when there's an elimination, one of the two players not in the match randomly gets in. Then the other player can choose to tag out. So in this case, Shane Strickland chose to tag out since there were only two players remaining. The big guy and Kirk Polka are back in the match at crowd meter one. The crowd meter did not go up with an elimination only with the breakout. At crowd meter one, the big guy hits the finish against Kirk Polka. Polka kicks out. And so Kirk Polka chooses to tag in Shane Strickland. And then the big guy tags in Kirk Polka. So it's Polka and Strickland in the match at Crowd Meter 2. At meter 2, Shane Strickland hits the finish on Karpoka. Polka. can't kick out. It's Shane Strickland and the big guy left in the match. The final two standing. The big guy only needs one elimination to retain the championship. At meter 2, the big guy hits the finish. The only way Shane Strickland can break out is if he rolls his printed 10 On the third breakout roll, he does, and so the match continues. It goes to crowd meter three. At crowd meter three, once again, the big guy hits the finish, and once again, Shane Strickland breaks out. It's crowd meter four. They are both poised to hit a finish. It's all about who wins the next turn roll. Shane Strickland gets the turn roll he needs, hits the finish. The big guy can't break out. Shane Strickland is the new LFF Underworld Champion. Congratulations to Shane Strickland for winning the championship. This makes him a multiple LFF Underworld Championship winner. I think it's his second time. Could be his third. Either way, congratulations to Shane Strickland. The next contender for the LFF Underworld Championship will be Rowdy Ron sometime in February. No date yet, but that is the next LFF Underworld Championship match. That was Monday. We also on Monday had Monday night fights. Eleven players in this tournament, one group of five, one group of six. Players play everyone in their groups. Top two records per group advance to the top cut. The only stipulation in this tournament was that the finals match was going to be a special guest referee match with Wait for It, Brian Schmidt's competitor as the special guest referee, meaning you couldn't play him in the tournament. The top four in this tournament end up being, in fourth place, playing as Candyman Dan, one of multiple Candyman Dans in the tournament, Chris Pagillo. In third place, playing as Fox Assassin, I'm not sure if it's the Super Show, or the Ikuzo Super Show version, Trey Cantrell. Your finalists were the Cannoli, as Nanook from the North and Candyman Dan as himself with the winner, Candyman Dan. Congratulations to Candyman Dan for winning Monday Night Fights. Thursday, we have Thursday Night Fights. 12 players, two groups, six players per group. Each player plays the others in the group. Top two records advance to the top cut, so four players in the top cut. The semifinal matches are tables matches. The finals match is a dark match. Your top four here were, in fourth place, playing as Back Curtain, the SRG Chiropractor. In third place, playing as EDM, Jared Bridge. Your finalists were Bob Dunn as his own creation, King Kong Dundee, and Simple Chuck as Tetsuya Naito, With your winner, Simple Chuck. Congratulations to Simple Chuck for winning Thursday Night Fights. This brings us to Sunday Night Fights. They introduced a pre-show and post-show in Sunday Night Fights. Talking about the matches before they happened. Giving their analysis. They also had a video segment in the pre-show from Griff Briggs, the Chief Operating Officer of SRG Universe where he gave his analysis of the matches on the card, and then they had a post-game show talking about the matches that had happened and talking about some upcoming matches. The hosts of the pre-show were Simon Davner and Rambo Apocalypse. Brock Smith joined them on commentary for the matches, and then he was part of the post-show along with Simon Davner and Rambo Apocalypse. As for the matches themselves, there were two matches on the match card. The opening match was for the LFF Veterans Championship. Challenger Mark Perry, playing as his daughter's competitor, Ra Perry, took on champion Jeff McPeak, playing as Pretty Boy Snow. This match doesn't go past crowd meter zero. Early in the match, the champion plays an offensive derail to make both players shuffle their hands into their deck and then add the first four cards of their deck to their hand effectively draw those cards but it's not technically a draw that i think was a big turning point in the match it switched the momentum mark peer was able to take advantage of that hits the finish of crowd meter zero i believe it was only a 9 but unfortunately for jeff and peak he can't break out in three turn rolls and so He loses the match. The new champion, Mark Perry. Congratulations to Mark Perry for winning the LFF Veterans Championship. Mark Perry hits the finish strike, which Jeff McPeak had his card number 27, but he was not running a stop at 27. He was running Blatant Chokehold with the strategy of he's going to play Blatant Chokehold, and that would allow a card like Single Leg Crab to be live bold choice not a choice i would have made i think that's very risky and it cost him it cost him the match congratulations again to mark perry the final match of sunday night fights is for the lff tag team championship the challengers representing the big picture the team of big meaty men piglet playing as himself Coach Brad playing as Chloe Mai. The champions, Animal Kingdom. Cheetah playing as the Rising Sun. And the Penguin playing as the original Brian Cage. This match goes to Crowdmere 3. The momentum the whole match was on the side of Animal Kingdom. They were dominating on the turn rolls. They hit cards like making waves, preventing their opponents from double teaming. That really hurt their opponents, big meaty men. They are the only team that hit finishes at Crowd Meter Three, with both players having a submission finish. Both Cheetah and Penguin. Cheetah plays first, plays the Circle of the Sun. It can't be stopped. Only one breakout due to the card text. The finish rolls a nine. The breakout roll, even with the save roll, not high enough. The winners and still champions, the Animal Kingdom. Congratulations to the Animal Kingdom on a successful defense. Afterwards, it is revealed that their next opponents, the next challengers for the LFF Tag Team Championship, will be the team of Candyman Dan and Pretty Hair Piercer. This match is going to happen live in person at Rumble at the Rumble January 27th. So I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be part of the whole festivities surrounding the Creative Competitor Tournament at Rumble the Rumble at Highlander Games in Boonton, New Jersey. That was before the post-match card show. On the post-match card show, they talked about two matches that will be part of next week's Sunday Night Fights for the 14th. One of them we already talked about, the LFF Hardcore Championship, Theo the Greek Neo versus the Foreman. The winner becomes the new... LFF Hardcore Champion. There's also apparently going to be a custody of Brock Smith match. The GOAT, the once-in-a-generation generational talent, Brock Smith currently a member of Crime Wave. That status is in jeopardy. Steve Resk versus Drew Madsen. If Steve Resk wins, Brock Smith stays in the Crime Wave. If Drew Madsen wins, he joins the TVA. I'm not sure what Steve Resk gets. If he wins, all I know is that if he loses, Brock Smith goes to the TVA. I'll give you more on that as it develops. That's where we stand, though. That's the news coming out of Sunday Night Fights. A couple of more things before I go. Reminder, nominations for SRG Awards due Friday, January 12th. Get the form on the SRG Super Show Discussion Group on Facebook. It's in a featured post from General Manager Calais. Download it. Save it. Fill it out. Save it. Email it to Calais at srguniverse.com. Earlier this week, Steve Resk put a handful of skill requirement cards on sale on supersurethegame.com for $1 each. These are cards like Finger Poke of Doom, Alien Invasion, a few others check out the post from Steve Resk on the discussion group on Facebook. Those are still listed at a dollar. So if you're interested in maybe picking up some cheap cards, look at the post, see what's there, go to Supershowthegame.com, order them while they're still listed at $1. And then finally, yesterday as I record this, Saturday, January 6th, I did an episode of Ron Talks Tabletop covering Super Show the Game and other tabletop gaming things. Ron Frazier is the host. We had a great conversation. Check that out. I know it's on YouTube. Just search Ron Talks Tabletop, all one word, on YouTube. The show will come up. As far as upcoming events for next week, last I looked, nothing is listed on SupershowTheGame.com. but look for something Monday. Look for something Thursday. Dojo Tuesday night, Twitch.tv/srguniverse, and then keep your eyes peeled because pop-ups could always happen. There could always be pop-up events. With that being said, that is going to do it for this week's episode of the Outlaw Mudcast. I would like to thank all of you for listening, and good day.